everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, it's bizarre. I wrote a blog 10 years ago, and I got complaints after I wrote it. And then I turned it into a podcast, and I'm getting complaints about the stuff that I originally got complaints about. There's some sort of double jeopardy going on there that I'm sure I can get away with. But it is bizarre how people do get upset about things. Or they take time out of their day to bring you into their own personal intensity. I don't want to ruin the post that uh, I read because it's still accurate. I mean, I got literally almost the same type of emails and complaints that I got back when I first wrote it. And I guess being a smartass just doesn't, you know, that ages well. You know, take a look at uh, Don Rickles. Take a look at George Burns. Take a look at Jesus. There's so many different comics that their whole thing was just being an annoying piece of shit. And guess what? They made a whole career out of it. And it's kind of fun. I mean, here's the weird part. When I first started writing that blog, I had just come out of a marriage where I was very censored. I censored myself. Nobody censored me. I did it to myself. It's like a self-imposed prison. And so when I started writing the blog... And then when I reinvented it on the podcast, I, res I resolved that I would not be censoring myself. That's why if you read the original blog, you'll find the occasional incomplete sentence or a typo. But because what I quit doing was writing a couple of lines and going back and editing those lines because I found myself so over-censoring that it was not even worth reading for me. I can only imagine what you poor bastards are going through. So what I did was I have to write it from beginning to end. If I don't like a particular line, I'll simply exit, put like 20 X's right after it. And I know that when I go back over it after I'm done and the blog had rules, uh, at the end of it, the only editing I would do would be remove any sentence that has 20 X's and one pass with... Uh, spell check. And that's it. If I used the wrong word or the wrong tense or whatever, it stayed in. And the reason was, if I go back over it, I might censor it. I might change it. But then I started thinking, well, what if I really, you know, what if I could say it better? What if it's going to be better with that editing? So the first few that I did that on, I resolved, I wrote them ahead of time and I resolved that I would only look at them the next day. And sure enough, when I looked at them the next day, I liked what I wrote. I didn't want to change any of it. So after I did that for about a week and a half, I said, screw it. It is what it is. Especially since the first couple of months of the, the blog, I was writing Monday through Friday, 500 to 1,000 words every workday. And I didn't realize that you could schedule them on WordPress. So I was literally writing... On my way to work, I'd stop at Starbucks. I had an hour before work. Boom, got to get it done. What am I writing about? Okay, somebody give me something. All of a sudden, I would write, post it immediately. And that's with just that bare minimum editing, we're done. And so I started doing the same thing when I, I decided to turn it into a podcast. Was I'll go through it? Looks good to me. If there's something I got to change because either my life has drastically changed or the sentence, given that it's a decade old, doesn't make any sense anymore, 
Okay, change that. But it worked. I like what I'm doing. And this is the, I think the, the past holiday weekend is the most complaints I've gotten since I started doing the podcast. And I got to think I'm on the right track. You're either making someone happy or you're pissing them off. I don't want middle of the road. I want people to react. If they react by laughing, that's great. You rarely hear about that. My goal is to come up with a line that's a little too beyond the pale so that possibly in the middle of a sip of coffee, it shoots out your nose. But barring that, if I can't get that, fine. I want you to send me an angry email. Ten years ago, I got in this beautiful email fugue. I wrote, there's over 700 blog posts that I'm pulling from. And there's a woman named Tiny Mouse in, in New Zealand. She has sent me, she read every single blog, every post, all 700, and sent me an email about each one. I treated her horrible. She had about 50 cats. I sent her articles about people that, you know, would abuse cats and pictures of roadkill. And I would, I, she came to me, so I see no reason why I should be nice. And it was just, it was so much fun. But it was one of those things where I could not get her to post it publicly because she didn't, quote unquote, want me to make this all about arguing with her in public. When that was really all I was looking to do. So... With that kind of ass-biting going on, just people complaining to complain, or people who are honestly being nice, but they're just kind of being pains in the ass, is what brings us to today's episode, follow-up, Black Friday brawls, and concerned mean emails. On today's Caffeinated Humor. Before we get started, a little trigger warning here. This is going to come across as playfully racist. Roll with it, and hopefully I'll win you back by the end. If not, email me. Everybody else seems to be. I need to take this blog and clear up a few loose ends that I have felt bad about and have gotten some grief from you unforgiving shits about. So first things first. Right at the end of the uh, Black Friday saga post, when I was writing with about 101 degree fever... I mentioned an altercation at a cash register between a woman who had snatched an Xbox out of a little kid's hands and the little kid's avenging mother. I glossed over it. I was sweating. I was just about to pass out, so I finished it, and we, you know, we moved on. So here are the details. I had just finished sitting on the floor in the video section watching a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving on the floor, uh, on about 25 TVs. It was on the same channel on all of them. We had a group of us. It was about 10, 15 people, men, children, no women. And I, But it was over, and I was on my way out. Charlie Brown was the shit back in the day. If you don't know who he is, you can Google it, but I feel bad for you. Now, the beautiful thing about not buying anything on a Black Friday is that you can just walk straight out because even all throughout the day, there's a line at the cashier's. But even if you're intent on just breezing out that door, the word puta yelled is going to catch your attention. And it kind of slows your roll, as it were. So I immediately became interested in literally anything in the direction of the angry voice. I started going through gift cards and flash drives. and Now, a uh, short kind of uh, 
stumpy Hispanic woman, had a little boy that I recognized in her left hand. This is the Xbox kid. And she's stabbing her finger menacingly close to stealing Xbox woman's face. Now, Xbox woman is kind of a uh, Russian, Caucasian, kind of average height. Now, I honestly don't think she... I hope she doesn't think that the Hispanic woman holding her son's hand means that she won't take a swing at her. Because I grew up in mid-Redondo Beach in Southern California, and most of the neighborhood was Hispanic. And uh, But she would totally start swinging with her kid in her hand. It may be an... Uh, I think of it as a kind of like certain races are passionate. And this may be a Latin thing. Now, when the fight starts, sure enough, kid is always going to, you know, step off to the side. Xbox lady is denying that she took it, even going so far as to call the kid a liar. Now, that's the wrong move. It's fucking on like Gonky Kong now. Now, Xbox mom is more pissed than before, and it's about to come to blows. And the absurdly weird part is that I am not entirely sure that both women are understanding everything the other is saying. As they get more and more into it, I'm seeing more lapses into their first languages. There's Spanish on one side and something Slavic, possibly Armenian, although her eyebrows don't show it, on the other side. And then the manager steps up and ruins it. Any other time, he stood a serious chance of having his ass kicked by one or both of the pissed off women. However, in his hands, he's holding another Xbox and coupons for free stuff. And just like that, it's over. Oh, this is definitely not his first rodeo. When it comes to Black Friday, the manager you get is always going to be the guy with the A-game. There's one thing that can shut off pissed-off housefrows of any nationality, and that is a good deal with free stuff. So, I kept waiting around hoping that it would start back up, but it didn't, so I left. Now, second item I would like to address is the... Let me see. The three emails that I picked out after I posted Sick Bastard, uh, which dealt with my thoughts on being sick. Now, first, uh, and this actually was a small collection of emails, but this is the one that really kind of brings it up. I do rarely drink, so I appreciate your prayers for my continued sobriety. Uh, Jesus loves me. I know that. But I got this. I was kind of kidding about, well, kidding but not kidding about the whiskey and the cold medicine. If you've never had a hot toddy when you're sick, especially when you're like nine, it's awesome. Now, second, I think it was unkind to call the podcast or, well, this one was from the original blog, but medically incorrect. You know, for the record, I did mention that the doctor I know would not see me and I'm not going to announce that I'm a layman without medical training despite your request. But I think everybody knows if they listen to this for more than five seconds, I'm not a doctor. And third, I happen to be a fan of Howie Mandel, but the man is a self-confessed high-end germaphobe. I'm not going to retract that. Go pound sand and fuck yourself. There. I feel so much better about all this. More ways than one. Now it's time for some coffee. Coffee. 